You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL network. Where is everybody off? Everybody's dead. They're all dead. Everybody's dead. Yes. Very sad. Anyway. All right, the Nets. Look at him now. Jeff Green gets it into Durant. Here is Durant moving on Tucker. He turns, he shoots, and yes! With one second remaining. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and Paul Aspen with you today. The Joes are not here. I mean, I woke up and I'm like, is this real? Yeah, <laughs> this it's, is uh, a wild, wild Dropping situation. like flies a little bit out here in Arizona, hoping that we get out alive. Uh, but no, just both a little bit under the weather. So me and yeah. you today, big news off uh, Kevin Durant. I mean, we're all hanging out last night as a group, a BetQL group, and everything came came down and then Trista's doing a, a video for social like reacting and she was kind of losing her mind a little bit like just couldn't believe what, what happened so wild night yeah I mean I think we all thought the KD stuff was gonna happen though um, it, I mean he of course has been asking for a trade for quite some time so the writing was kind of on the wall and before we take a look big picture you know what happened at the trade deadline I want to take a little time just to reflect on what a disaster that whole net situation was I mean you you had Steve Nash. That was an epic failure with him as a head coach. And then, you know, Durant wants to do things on his own and go to Brooklyn. And I remember them being favorites to win it all. And gosh, Kyrie, Simmons. I mean, the whole thing was just... James Harden was in the mix for that. I mean, epic, epic failure. When trying to be a super team goes Forgot wrong. Forgot about the James Harden right? thing, too. And, um, so, yeah, I mean... And I'm wondering, did the Mavs just sign up for this with Kyrie? Now they're going to different places. Like Kevin Durant, like you get the sense and talking to people around the league, he just loves ball. Mm. So like, the, I'm not going to say he was he was not. It was just a, a terrible mix. Ben Simmons as a Sixers fan, that was never going to work. Like the guy doesn't even. I mean, wide open layup, and decides not to do it in the playoffs, and then that whole there's just so much going on. Like Simmons is a problem. Kyrie is a problem. I think this is great for the Suns. I'm interested to talk to a couple of our guests, Alex Christensen, your own Weitzman, about yeah. kind of, I mean, look, they're all in, but it could be for a couple years. So mm -hmm. does this, my first thought, is there now value on the Nuggets? Because everyone, like the, the Suns are now the second favorite. They're the favorites in the West for, for good reason. Mm -hmm. They still have Chris Paul, who can't win a ring. Now, fair or not, but that's that's the reality of the situation. So just the nuts, the Suns go from eighteen to one to win it all to now what plus four fifty. I wouldn't. I mean, there's no value there to take the Suns now. I'm wondering if Jokic and the Nuggets are now 
if there's some value on them. And eight to one is the best number I see out there. I think there is because you t- you think about it, like these teams in the West that just made these trades, like they're not going to have a lot of time to play with each other, to gel, to get that chemistry down come playoff time and you know maybe that doesn't matter but I think it is something to factor in when you are looking at value with a team like the Nuggets who you know they've been playing together they've got it and Jokic is an MVP right now so I think that is definitely a good look um, especially at eight to one Uh, we were talking about liking them as you know our favorites to win it all or at least be in the championship even before all of this happened and i don't think a lot has changed if anything it's a bit of an overreaction because we even just saw with the nets just because you do these trades and you have these super teams it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work also if the season ended today well there's three time three teams tied eight and a half games back Mavs, Suns, and Clippers are all tied. But let's just say, the season, based on the standings I'm looking at, if the season ended today, Mavs versus Suns, first round, 4-5. Oh, and then the winner goes to Denver. Like, I would love that. I don't know if that's how things are going to shake out. Like, are the Kings going to stay two games ahead of all the rest of these teams? Are, you know, the Suns going to climb up to maybe the three seed? But I, I would I would actually, I would sign up for this. End the season today. Let's see, Mavs, Suns, first round. Winner goes to Denver. And then... I mean, you're basically the winner of that is probably coming out of the West. I love it. I love it. I mean, you can't, the NBA, and we were saying yesterday, I mean, they're like, excuse me, Super Bowl, can you please take a backseat? We've been leading with NBA like all week, basically. (laughs) Once again, the NBA is stealing the show. So it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to the playoffs already. And it's funny how, and we were talking about it, we've talked about it all week, like just terrible timing for the NBA trade deadline during Super Bowl week. I know. But something like this puts them on the front page. So it, like if something like this is going to happen, I guess it can, it's it's good timing. Absolutely, absolutely. And you, normally I have all of these NBA futures memorized, but because we're you know looking at props and so many other bets, I was like, couldn't quite remember exactly what some of these odds were. And thankfully you can look it up and see. But yeah, um, I love the Nuggets. Uh, I think that's a good look for sure. So there's also um, the Lakers finally got rid of Westbrook. So that's <laughs> again a, another addition by subtraction. I mean, they're they're sitting. Are they going to make the play in? I mean, they're two games back. You see, like, and we talked about it yesterday. LeBron has a great solo performance, and they lose the game. Like, what? I don't know. I I can't really get serious about the Lakers. You look at the Warriors. Like, when is Steph going to get back and healthy? And they're you know in the play in right now. Can they make some sort of crazy run out of the play in? I, like you know the warriors are kind of like the chiefs to me like you just can't count them you don't want to see them you know what i'm saying like maybe that's also where there's value because that's another team that's just scary when they're healthy and with the veteran experience that they have i i, I just it's kind of like pat mahomes and andy reed do i want to bet against them no not in the pl- not come playoff time i don't No, and i mean if they depend on where they land in the play in they could you know they could face the nuggets in the first round or they could go through the other side and face the grizzlies and then they're on that other side and possibly they make it to face the nuggets in the western conference finals so it's it's gonna be very interesting to see how it shakes out also on the east if you look at the east and we talked about this a little bit yesterday we kind of assumed the nets were gonna make the durant move and they would fall a little bit so if you take them out of the mix i mean i are they going to drop eight games back and get out of the plane entirely? I guess they might. 
So that puts a team like the Wizards in there, but everyone else oh, is kind no. of shifting up. So then, yeah, right. Yeah, no Ever one, since no one wants so to see that. They, won, they were like winning. They Jimmy was on never, such a high. They never won another game after that. Yeah. So, I mean, Wizards aside, but if you're looking at the East, so the, the Nets are currently fifth. You move them down or out, and I guess you're looking at like the Heat as maybe a five. The Knicks could play their way out of the play-in. The Cavs, I think there could be value. I, I mean, I'm holding a 120 to one Cavs ticket, oh, and I, I know it has. You. You I know have these sneaky futures. I know. Almost. Do they ever hit though? Like I was on the Cavs last year. Uh, Zach Price always talks me into it. Right, like Zach, <laughs> biggest Cavs fan we have on our show, and he's. Oh, we should have him on it's again like soon. It's like the Derek Carr thing we were talking about. There's always value on the Cavs, but right. like, is it gonna happen? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they have. They they're talented, but I don't know. So the way I actually played that one, and I'm hoping this is how I'm hoping I can cash in. Mm -hmm. So instead of a full unit on the Cavs futures bet, I split it into two. I did two different half unit bets on the 120 to one. Oh. The goal being, hopefully, they can make it to like an East Finals. And I don't know, what are you going to get? 10x maybe on that bet if they yeah. get to that if they get to that point. Yeah. Now, if they're in the 4-5 and then they got to place the Celtics, the Celtics and the Bucks are the two teams I'm worried about. I don't think they can get past. I think they can get them to a 6th game and they maybe a 7th if Donovan Mitchell goes crazy and then but I don't think they can beat those two teams. So is there a way to avoid those teams can like the Sixers get the the two or can the Cavs I just don't, it's just going to be a tough path. They're probably going to see the Celtics or the Bucks in the second round. And I just don't know what kind of cash out option I'll get for the one bet. I'm going to let the, the one prop one swap. Can you put it on there? Yeah, maybe <laughs> bring them back. Um, so maybe I could, the goal is to get enough of a cash out option to cash out the one ticket and then just to let the other 120 to one ride. So you're playing with house money, but we'll see how that works out. But it's, it's going to be. I, I mean, it's good timing for this because now when the Super Bowl is over, uh, the NBA is going to be very interesting. I know we've been locked in on the Super Bowl for sure, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to playoff time. I mean, this is like a reality show. And we have so many guests coming up on the show. We've got Alex Christensen. So we're going to talk to him about NBA+. Plus. He's always locked in on those anytime touchdown bets. So we're going to talk to him about that. And then we have your own Weitzman. Also, more NBA talk with him and my guy, Bill Krakenberger, for not one but two segments with us. I'm so excited for I crack. cannot wait. I actually reached out to him last week, and I was like, I know he's going to have so many Super Bowl bets, so I cannot wait to pick his brain. And Bill's a guy who might, like, he might have an idea about maybe a Gatorade or maybe, like, Oh, yeah, he always has inside information yeah. on the anthem right. and that kind Which, of Which, by the way, the rehearsal is today, right? So, yeah, when, what time? Because we're going to go to Radio Row. Right, so I don't know, maybe we can delay. Let's let's find out what time the anthem rehearsals. Maybe we can sneak Wouldn't outside. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, we're the ones who are, like, tweeting about? <laughs> I, I'm keeping that information for myself. At least let, let's put the bets no, in yeah, first. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Put the bets in first. Uh, but that'll be awesome to uh, hear that and kind of time it out. Because we're right here in Glendale, Arizona. Like, I can see the stadium, practically touch it. So I assume we'll be able to hear something. I would think so. Because uh, it's not a full stadium. You, we should be able to get some sort of semblance of, we can at least hear, maybe hear the music start. Yeah. and stop i don't know if we're gonna get any vocals speaking of music so we did a little uh we had a little fun last night yeah yeah it was a good time um <laughs> got out with the crew a little bit and uh yeah 
Nick Costos, Trista, Nick Ashew, even Joe G was there. Joe G was there for a minute. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good to see everyone in person. Horvy, Horvy, and the night crew, Trista, and Nick Ashley all made it out after their show. So it's been it's fun, been fun. And then I, I actually went down the radio row yesterday for a minute, kind of got the lay of the land. I uh, saw a couple of friends from in the industry, so that'll be good to go back down there today. And I think today is like the crazy busy day. Did where... you see any big names while you were there? Was there anyone like, oh, well, that person looks different or taller or shorter than you expected or anything stand out I got there a little bit late um there were some some names so gronk was there um was there a big crowd around him there was yeah he had his 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 people following him around and there was, yeah there was a big crowd kind of circling around gronk um i saw a bunch of i'm trying to think other celebrity wise not really i feel like we'll get a good yeah. taste of that today i wonder if they go kind of early so i mean we'll be going pretty much right after our show and was there a long line to get in? Because like, are are they just podcasters? Like, who is making this line so long for us to get in? So I, I got the lowdown from our, our guys at the security desk, and they were like, at eight o'clock, it is a madhouse, like line around the a.m. Yeah, eight a.m. So I was like, okay, our show was done at exactly. ten. If we come there after, he's like, oh, you guys should be fine. So who we are these right. early birds? I would think that like mid morning would be like people are just chilling i guess people have shows in the morning or just want to like get yeah. there and get situated or maybe they're getting content for their shows a little bit later too Could be. yeah, yeah. Okay. so that'll be a fun day i'm looking forward to it i don't know who we're gonna see but we're gonna try to we have a props list that we're gonna try to just walk up to people kind of like a man on the street interview and uh get their get their opinion so that should be good i hope we we find some characters and uh, uh oh i forgot yeah dave sharpin was out there oh yeah the show. yeah he stopped by last night so we'll see him down at radio row so that'll he's be good got up. some stories he'll have some thoughts yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. so that'll yeah. be good how many bets do you think you'll have i mean have you been placing a bunch since you've been here did you do more like right away so let's see so i've got my chiefs futures which is a lifelong eagles fan it is what it is at this it's point. Sacrilegious. Yeah, it's okay. I'm. A, I, I've made peace <laughs> with it. I'm good. Uh, I've got my Hassan Reddick uh, Super Bowl MVP bet at two fifty to one. And as we were talking about the last couple of days, he needs to do something. He needs to show up in the first half, as Jason Lock and Four was telling us the other day. Like these ballots kind of get rushed at the end and turned in. So if mm -hmm. someone's not on your radar before the fourth quarter, or if Hassan Reddick doesn't make like he if he makes a couple big plays in the first half like a sack, a strip sack, something like that. I think that puts him on people's radar. Like, okay, at least we have to consider him. Instead of like, if people are turning these in at two minutes and it's like, you know, Mahomes has a couple TDs, Hurts has a couple TDs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they pick like one from each team, depending on who wins, but it, uh, so we need a big play in the first half. So there's that. I'm going to play some Juju Unders for the brand, Ben Brown. Yeah, definitely um, got to do that. And then I'm thinking Darius Tony Overs. Okay, I yeah, like that. I'm thinking that. Um, but I, for me, and I want to get Crack's thoughts, I might wait closer to kickoff and try to look for more unders. Yeah, because um, some of these numbers will spike. We've already they, seen some of it. Yeah, in just a week. like You're talking like 10 yards on these props. It's a lot. Yeah, Miles you know? Sanders is one that's definitely been creeping up as well. W wasn't that at 50 and a half, and now it's like 60? I don't know. I know it was in the mid-50s, and the last number we saw yesterday was 60 and a half, so that's definitely been ticking up. And if they keep doing the Kenny Gainwell thing a little bit or a little bit running back by committee that could definitely um, keep him under as well. This is Beck UL daily presented by BetMGM. Alex Christensen of Brown bag bets and bet 
us NBA will join us as we take a look at anytime touchdowns. And he's always locked in on that. This is the BetQL Network.